Hi, this is Stephen Ambrose, Senior Pastor at Wapak Naz. I want to welcome you to the Wapak Naz podcast. We hope and pray that this message goes deep into your DNA, is encouraging, relevant to your life, a means for you to engage with God and experience His love, and moves you to impact your world. We at Wapak Naz believe firmly that you matter to God. We are glad that you are taking the risk to engage with Him today. Wapak Naz is love people, loving people to Jesus, and it takes people to partner with us to be on mission and bring this message to our community, the region, and the world. If you would like to financially partner with Wapak Naz to love people to Jesus, join us by going to our website at wapaknaz.org and becoming a financial partner. We thank you, we pray for you, we love you, and enjoy the message. And this is exciting. We had a wonderful conversation um, before service, and uh, I, I'd like to introduce to you uh, these wonderful ladies, um, Helen Douglas and Michelle Porter. And uh, Michelle Porter, she, she just shared with me earlier when uh, she came in, she says, I go to Spencerville Nazarene Church of Nazarene. This is awesome. This is great. <laughs> so, uh, man, thank you both for, for being a part of this morning's service and, and coming in and sharing a little bit uh, about you and about your passion. Honestly, this is your job, but this is actually your passion. Um, about Family Promise. So, uh, Helen, um, you've been there about a year, as an executive director, about a year and a half. Can you kind of briefly tell us um, what it is, what the purpose of Family Promise is, and who who does it serve, and why do you serve that population? So, if you wouldn't mind, and, and you can feel free to jump in anytime. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for having us. First off, what a beautiful church. And you guys have made yeah. us feel welcome in just a little bit of time we've been here, so thank you. Yeah, yeah um, if you just want to bring that right up to your mouth. I'm terrible I'm, at these things. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Um, okay, so he's right. It's not just a job for us. Um, this is a passion. Um, I wish I could be tell you that, you know, it's, it's the adults, but no, really it's the kids. That's what we, where our passion is. That's where we serve um, at Family Promise, we believe every child deserves a home. Um, doesn't matter the walks of life that the parents have, uh, the choices they've made or, or, the, or, or where their path has gone, um, every child needs a home. Um, one of the reasons that we serve is um, most shelters, the women and children go one place and the fathers or the, the males go another. Well, we believe in keeping that family unit together. Um, we believe that in a time of crisis, why would we want to split that foundation up? Yeah. You know, they need each other even more during a situation like homelessness. Um, one of the things that you're probably thinking um, when you think of homeless is the guys on the street with the signs. And, and, and we're not talking about that. We're talking about the families um, that are just one paycheck from giving us a call. You know, we're talking about the yeah. ones that life has just kind of knocked down. Um, so that brings up a really good question that I, I think a lot of us are, are curious about is um, some of the typical reasons that most folks would think this is why this family's homeless is A, um, drugs, alcohol um, of some sort, uh, gambling, addictions, those types of things, but it's beyond that. So if you can kind of give us, open our minds a little bit to 
a majority of the issues that you guys are seeing right now yeah. and what you have seen in the past that have brought families into your services. Reminds me of a gentleman in particular that stands out in my mind. Um, his wife had just passed away, so he was uh, had two children of his own. Um, he ended up having a heart attack. He was in the hospital for a, a time. When he got out, um, the money was was not there. He fell behind on everything. Now here's this man. He's lost his wife. He's got the two kids. One of them was autistic, so a special needed. Um, and he was living in his van. We, we found him at a truck stop, um, living with his children in a van. And um, he came to us and uh, we brought him in and, and brought the kids in and tried to give some normalcy back to their life. We got him a job again. We've got the kids back in school. We got them into programs. Yeah. And um, I'm very proud that they're doing very well on their own, but it was just that one little, little stop that through his whole life, you know, completely upside down. You know, just, just that second paycheck was not no longer there. He was medically in the hospital for a period of time with no money coming in and you get behind, you know. So, which brings us to another question. Um, one, uh, families that, that come in and, and your objective is to serve them, make sure that they're, they're intact. Um, so you really fill a gap. Uh, that most homeless shelters in Lima and Allen County and, and actually elsewhere don't really serve. Uh, but two, what's the short game here and what's the long game? What are the goals um, when they arrive? Uh, how long are they with you and what are your objectives with these families when they arrive to your facility? Well, each family comes to us and it Everyone is unique, just like you guys. Each family is unique. So we find out where their needs are and we meet them there. Um, yeah. Sometimes they come to us, if they've been moving around, they've lost their documents, they've lost their picture ID. You know, it's kind of hard to get a job if you don't have those documents. Um, so we meet them where they're at. Um, if they need, we, we fill those gaps. If they need to go get a new social security card or a birth certificate so they can get these documents. We that's help them with that. In, right? that's, that's, yes, that's where you come in, right? That's where Michelle, Michelle's a case manager yes. here so, at Family Promise. So you're providing a lot of social services, correct? A lot of social services. They'll come in and I will help them to get the birth certificate, the social security card, go get them the picture ID. Um, so that way they can go out and look yeah. for employment. I also will help them with like Medicaid or food stamps, um, different things that they may need to, uh, to start back on their feet again. So yeah, every person is definitely different and that kind of plays an effect on how long they're with us also. Um, you know, because it does take a minute to get the, the birth certificates coming in and things like that. But we do uh, have a lot, of, uh, a lot of resources for people out there that they don't realize that are out there. About typically how long uh, is a family with you until they're, they're up on their feet? And obviously there's a lot of variables yeah. that, that, that are mitigating factors as, as when they're able to, to you know, have their shelter. But typically how long are families with you guys? They're usually with us about 45, 55 days. Um, but we are a 30-day program. Um, it can be extended 30, 60, 90 days. Um, if we see that a family's really trying, and, and that's one thing I want to point out, that we don't do this for them. They have to have skin in the game. 
they have to work the program. They have to show that, you know, they're looking for jobs. They're searching for houses. We can't just hand it to them. They, they have to, we don't want to be enable what's going on. We want to encourage and uplift and give them the resources to go after these needs. Um, so that's important for me. Um, another thing that we just started is you guys know how it feels to, to volunteer and to serve the Lord and, and to help those in need. Well, one of the things that, that we want to see is our families giving back as well. Yeah. So we started requiring that they, um, on Fridays, go to the soup kitchen and serve. Because That's I awesome. want them to feel on that mountaintop. That's awesome. And you guys know what I'm talking about. That's I so want good. them to feel that and maybe we'll plant that seed so that when they are on their own, they continue. And they do. Some of them They have. do, yes. The soup kitchen, the Daily Bread in, in Lima, we yeah. work closely with Benny and Randy there, and um, they're wonderful. You know, because it does, it makes these people feel like they're actually giving back and, and doing something. And they come back so enlightened, you know, just by going out and helping serve food That's to someone. Or, so we do require um, that they do the volunteer. We don't make them do a certain area, but we do like to keep it within, within uh, it's a couple hours a week, not to overburden them too And much. one thing I want to mention, that this sure. homelessness isn't just a Lima-Allen County problem. Yeah, I, how close to home is it for us here in Wapak? Well, I've gotten several phone calls recently, well, or since I've been there. Yeah. There's people here, there's people in Shawnee. Um, they don't want you to see them because they're afraid, they're families, they've yeah. got children, they're afraid that if, if we see them, they might lose their children. So they're the ones we're talking about that's parked behind Walmart. Um, they're the ones that's maybe living in their van or you know, jumping from Aunt Mary's house to Cousin Tony's and just jumping and they don't have their own place. We're talking about the ones that's got a tent out in the woods. You don't see them because they don't want you to see them. Um, so this is this is really in our own backyard. Yes. This isn't just Lyman, Lima or Allen County. This is this is Auglaise. This is in in Wapak, especially with the pandemic and the financial constraints that 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 has placed on families. Yes. Um, so you're not just serving Lima and Allen County. You're 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 definitely serving Auglaise, Wapak, yes. um, and how we've actually got connected with you. Uh, is through a friendship and a partnership that we have through uh, Wapak First, the United Methodist Church on, on Glenwood, Josh Tisso, and man, Leroy, he, he's an awesome guy, Pastor Josh Tisso, and, and, and I, 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 said, I said to Helen and Michelle earlier that Josh speaks so highly uh, of you, Helen, um, and, and Leroy as well, and their vision, um, their vision here in, in Wapakoneta is that that Wapak first become a central hub for area churches within our community to house families because one of the things that we haven't mentioned yet is that families um, the objective is one for them not to stay in your facility because your facility is very small it's tight um, it's smaller than this room much smaller <laughs> and families on top of each other is a difficult thing so you guys have had a partnership uh, with churches because this what you guys do you do this out of the love of Christ this this is this is a missional 
objective. This is um, reaching people uh, practically with the love of Christ. And so the objective here, the goal here, is that uh, Walpock First is a central hub for area churches. And so I got a call from Leroy, hey, can I meet you? And I said, sure. What do you want? (laughs) And so he just shared his heart and what they would like to do is be that central place of gravity for our community that families are able to be bused to those places. They're able to get a nice sleep for a week. They're able to get a hot meal or a good meal um, daily. And they get to interact with people um, and have conversations and feel like they have dignity and humanity because they are human beings. Um, And so how explain a little bit I I probably did that for you and I'm really sorry (laughs) but explain that a little bit of like how essential is partnerships with churches well we couldn't do it without the churches we really couldn't Um, I was I was saying earlier that we when they come to your facility um, it honestly it's the same as the person that's sitting beside of you we've all been there we've all had that you know rough patch so the only thing that we ask is that you show them love. Yeah. You show them Christ-like love and let them understand that, you know, there are people in life that doesn't want anything from them in return. Yeah. They just want to show them love. Um, most of the kids, they don't understand that. You know, they've been, they've been raised in an environment that if I do something for you, then you owe me. Yeah. And, and that's not how we serve God's love. And you said earlier, it, it really is about agape love, agape unconditional love. love, which is absolutely one of our values that we, we put into practice here. And this is, this is a passion for both of you. Um, and uh, I'm, I don't, I'm not trying to dig up a, a can of worms at all, but you both said, you know, we have pasts and we identify yes. with these, these folks. And uh, for, for us here at Wapak Naz, we... We firmly believe that you're not defined by your past. You're not defined by your past, but you are to define your future. That's right. Uh, with Christ, and so um, for us, Wapak Naz, why they're here? Um, starting June 20th um, through the 26th, we are partnering with Wapak First with Leroy and Josh Amen. and their congregation. <laughs> um, folks are going to be driven down, bus down about five o'clock each evening after meeting with Michelle and with Helen and, and kids go off to school and parents really try to get those birth certificates, those things that, that will help them uh, manage life once they, they leave, um, help them get a house or an apartment or what have you. But they'll be bused to uh, United for, uh, Methodist Church, Wapak First, each of those nights. Um, and what we would like to do is be the partner with Wapak First and provide meals for these families. Um, we'll know how many families as we get closer and closer. Um, and uh, also, we're going to interact with them. Uh, we're also currently trying to arrange our Wapak Naz family swim for that Friday and inviting these families down. Hopefully that will work, uh, inviting these families down to just have a wonderful night of just fun and swimming in the pool and just relax a little bit. So what I'm inviting you to do, um, A, you got a connection card in the back of your pew. There's a connection card on the, the kiosk out there with iPad on a stick. 
Um, and we're asking that you, you sign up. Uh, we'll have more of a detailed sign-up sheet next week, but we're asking that you sign up, whether you sign up as a family to provide a meal, or whether you sign up as a life group to provide a meal, whether you sign up as tapestry to provide a meal, whether you go back to your, your fiancés or your spouses and say, hey, we're going to do this uh, and we're going to recruit other people. Um, what we really would like to do is Wapak Naz provide a meal each and every one of those evenings um, from the 20th through the 26th and then bless them. Just hang out with them. Play with them. There are other means to partner, um, not just provide these meals. And Helen and, and Michelle kind of said, you know what? Teenagers, if you're a teen, you can serve here at Family Promise after school. These kids, they don't get to play. They need people just to play. Play ball. Draw on the ground. Whatever is play, they need kids to play. And honestly, there's one family that's a single mother that has six kids. She's really discouraged. She needs somebody in her court. Just giving them a call. Dropping by and encouraging. All of you need that from time to time. And you have a house you have a roof. You have paychecks coming in. You know how much you need it. They need it a thousand times more as well. And just as Michelle and Helen said, they're required to serve as they are being served. Quite frankly, when we need encouragement, the best thing for us to do is go encourage. Then we get encouraged as well. And so we're inviting you to serve. We're inviting you to take a night. Recruit some people. They may not even be a part of a church. Recruit them. Say, hey, we're going to go feed a bunch of families. It's going to be fun. You can buy the meat. There's three at a time right now. I'm sorry? <laughs> There's three families at a time. Yeah, we're going to feed three families. You can prepare a meal or you can purchase a meal and bring it in and serve it to them. Um, however you want. There's creativity. The creativity is limitless you're able to do those things. And so I'd like for us to encourage them by praying for them. Is that, is that cool? Because that is probably the best way to love um, that we know how, right? So would you mind bowing your heads and will you pray for Michelle and will you pray for Helen and pray for those families? Father, thank you so much for Family Promise that they exist first and foremost and that they are reaching families. They are loving families in, in the darkest moments of their life, whether they've been, um, they've been removed or evicted from a home, whether they've had a fire in their home, whether they have just financially have come into issues, whether they've been addicted or doesn't matter. Your love meets us where we are, and Family Promise is meeting families where they are with an unconditional love. And we ask that you continue to move in the hearts of Helen and Michelle and that they become a center of gravity. That the passion in their life and in their hearts is so attractive because it's your passion, Lord. That it's so attractive that they begin to pull in people from all facets to raise this family promise up. Lord, we're asking for more churches to catch the vision. 
and step into that to be people of God people of peace people of joy people of service and love on those that are in their dark days will you empower Helen and Michelle will you provide them wisdom and understanding and Lord for our group here those listening online will you move in their hearts move in our hearts may we come together as a team and fill this week and realize that this is a great opportunity to love people as you've called us to love we love you Jesus we thank you and we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor it's in your name we ask amen can we thank them for being here and sharing thank you ladies thanks and as they're headed to their seat I, I, I'd like to remind you next week is, is, is we Sunday uh, we are family we are family that's what we're, we're about that's who we are and uh, I do want to encourage you. Um, again, we firmly believe that worship is lifestyle. It doesn't end when the last note has played and you've quit singing off tune like I do or playing off tune like I do. Um, but it continues throughout our life and we want it to move into every fiber of our lives. And that's where... Um, generosity and tithing and giving comes into play um, we don't just baptize everything except your wallet you're baptized finances and everything and uh, so if you would like to to step in that obedience or continue into that there's joy boxes at the exits or you can go to wapaknaz.org and you can sign up for giving there and we are always and thoroughly appreciative of your heart and uh, you stepping out in obedience that way. So thank you so much. Um, man, has it been a good morning already? Man, it, what, is it really like, what time is it? 11.54, are you kidding me? Wow, we're out of here man there's no way this is going to get done today <laughs> there is no way <laughs> uh skirty skirty <laughs> jeez wow you know what that's okay that's that's quite all right um there are some times that you you get into the word and the sermon there are other times you just you just step into to the spirit and you let him move and uh, I'm grateful for that um, I'm probably going to get yelled at here shortly from my wife because she's like we just got up here yes you did yes you did congratulations um, well quite frankly uh, this this has been a sermon series on answered prayer um, and if you have just entered in this room for the first time um, I really would encourage you to either go online to wapaknaz.org um, and click on sermons 
or go to Spotify or to iTunes and search Wapak Naz. Um, this conversation that we've had um, and that we'll continue to have next week, we will continue to have this conversation next week, even in We Sunday, um, has been a difficult conversation because we've had the conversation about unanswered prayer um, and we've also had the conversation about when God seems silent um, apparently absent and uh, when we feel all but abandoned by God and last week we really started to step into what the series is about asking God for what God wants for you and uh, we'll just end it with a moment of prayer. And I know you've literally just sat down, Sandy. <laughs> I'm working your heart, you know? I mean, you, you, you need it. I mean, Bill's been slaving away the last, like, two week and a half. You, you need to work that pacemaker a little. I'm kidding, Sandy. You don't. <laughs> Bill, would you mind coming up and playing a little ditty? <laughs> If you haven't realized, we, we like to have fun around here. We do like to have fun. But, um, you know, just real quick, if, if you really want to know who we are, one of our values and one of our practices, because you can't value anything if you don't practice it, one of our values that has been in the fiber of our DNA as a church even before our inception, we were chartered in 1926, but we existed, started to exist as a church back in 1925 when two families, two, decided to come together on a weekly basis, if not more. I believe it was the Kennedys and, and the, the Daigles. And they prayed. That's what they did. They got together as families and they prayed. They prayed for each other. They prayed for this community. And folks, we are strategically placed on this corner of Court and Benton here in Wapakoneta for a explicit purpose. To love people to Jesus Christ. And that does not happen if we are not, if you are not, a people or a person of prayer. And truly asking God for what God wants for us, for the people that we know. We don't just say that we pray. We actually pray. We pray now and we pray later. Because why? If you don't pray now, you won't pray later. And so I would like for you just to bow your hearts and your heads and I'm going to lead you into a, a time of directed prayer. Okay? Father, we, we're closing out this service this morning with approaching your throne boldly, confidently, because of the work that you did, Jesus. And we come humbly 
because we know the only reason that we can are able to come to you, Lord, because of the work of Jesus on the cross. So there are people sitting next to you, sitting in front of you, sitting behind you. You may know them, you may not know them, but I'm asking that you pray for them. Pray a dangerous prayer for them, whether it's that God search their heart, show if there's any anxious ways in their life, that God humble them, that God make them bold, God break their heart for what breaks his, whatever dangerous prayer that you just sense God moving in your life, will you pray that over those people or that person before you, beside you, behind you? Would you go ahead and do that? you're praying that dangerous prayer for them you guessed it will you pray that dangerous prayer for yourself just talk with him Now, last week we talked about some of the things that God wants for us. Two of those things that we talked about is his love and open doors for the gospel. So, will you pray over this church, the people that are a part of this church, those that are here today and many that are not? Will you pray that we have a true experience of God's love? And will you ask God to use us to extend that love to other people? To help us love people like he loves people. And will you also pray that God provides Wapak Naz specifically, the people of, open doors to share the gospel, which is rooted in his love. Go ahead and will you have that conversation with him? ask the Lord that you that he help us be fruitful that this ministry in your ministry in your workplace in your family in your neighborhood be fruitful that people come to Jesus Christ that they receive him come into relationship with him that they become baptized in him and that grow in him will you pray that will you ask God that we be fruitful please 
you ask him that your life produce a harvest. This is a bold prayer. So Father, we thank you. That's awesome. We thank you for new births in Christ. We thank you for growth in Christ. We thank you that we're, we are a body and all of us have a function. That we are a family. But we exist. We exist to, to be a kingdom outpost. To be spirit-filled, spirit-led people holy and pleasing, living sacrifices to our Lord, our God, fruitful, people that our lives produce fruit, that people come to Christ because of our life, that they see you in us. It's not really us, but it's you. But it's you and us. Lord, make our lives fruitful whether we are in our 80s or we are eight, there's still work to be done. The daylight is not gone yet. May we not waste it. Lord, will you open doors for us to share the reason for the hope we have. Lord Jesus, And whether we know how to explain Scripture or not, it does not matter. We have the author of life and the author of Scripture in our hearts. And therefore, may you just open up our chest cavity and pour yourself out. May our people be on fire. Will you call us and draw us to holiness? May we be a people of peace and joy and hope and gentleness and goodness and faithfulness, self-discipline, mastery over sin. May we be partners with one another, bearing with one another in love. May we be sharpening one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. May we hold each other's arms up in the battle that we are fighting and facing. May we be willing to be vulnerable with one another. Allowing you to do a work that is transformative. Jesus, I love you and I thank you for this body of Christ. May we just be loved people, loving people to Jesus. It is in your majestic, powerful, and holy name, Jesus, that we pray. It's because we believe you can do the things in which we have prayed.
Amen. Man, it's good. Hey. Will you please stand? praise with your applause and with your shouts and with your screams man he's good he's good will you please be loved people loving people to Jesus this week will you love the Lord your God with all your heart your mind your soul and your strength and will you please love your neighbor as yourself we love you We'll see you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Wapaknas podcast. We hope you are moved deeply to step into God and the hope and future he has for you and that you are moved to be salt, light, and yeast in your community and to love people to Jesus.